Curtis Lewa. Curtis Lewa. Rip and read. Check this out. This is the Rip and Read featuring Curtis Lewa. Talking about now to the Bernard McGurk Studios of 77 WABC and Curtis Lewa. This is the Rip and Read. I like to be in America. Okay, by me in America. Everything free in America. For a small fee in America. Buying on credit is so nice. One look at us and they charge twice. I And they're coming, ladies and gentlemen. Underlay, uh, underlay. You see the latest caravan, 5,000 strong, heading towards the U.S. border. Uh, Texas on one side, Mexico on the other side. And the leader of the caravan boldly, brazenly announced that the President of the United States, the Papa Chulo of those who are coming across the border with an easy pass because there are no impediments, there are no speed bumps, there are no requirements. Everybody knows the moment you hit the border and put your first foot over the Rio Grande, all you say is, there's only two words in English you know, asylum seeker, asylum seeker, and you let it. That's that, those are the two magic words. Doesn't matter who you are. In fact, Justin Ellick, we should try this out. We should fly you down to the border where Juarez is on the Mexican side. There's an airport right there. You walk across into El Paso with a green schmata on your head, with a kafia around your neck screaming Jews for Hamas, that you're a Jew from Mexico City. There are many Jews in Mexico City, and you claim that you're an asylum seeker. And watch. Before the Migre Immigration and Naturalization Service can do anything to stop you, Catholic charities will grab you since again getting paid by the federal government. What a racket Catholic Charities is with our federal tax dollars. To put you on the Greyhound bus, you pound the hound, and you get to choose whatever city you want to go to. And Justin Alec, with your green Hamas schmata on your head, with your kafia that makes you so cool, so hip, so happening, with your battle cry of Jews for Hamas, you will end up in New York City at the federal taxpayers' expense because Catholic Charities is siphoning off those dollars. And the next thing you can do is declare jihad. What's incredible, the leader of this latest caravan has said that the Central American, South American governments have played Joe Biden as a sucker. He says this is being used by these countries to make sure they get what they want from the United States. Then he asks a simple question that we're going to get into in segment number two when FBI Director Ray admits we're a dollar short and a day late in preventing another terrorist attack. He says, where is the American intelligence? Where are those individuals who are going to protect America? He says, they see me coming. They see me coming on the train. There's 5,000 of us. It's not easy. It's not hard to spot us and to know where we're coming. Don't they know that all the countries are conspiring against the United States to make sure 
that they have this crisis be made? Again, I can't emphasize this stronger. The leader of the caravan, who's making money on every head, he's a human trafficker, leader of the coyotes, gets them up to the border, then they divide up with separate coyotes, and they make mad money, mad money for the narco-terrorists. I mean, it's incredible. Boldly, brazenly, he calls out the federal government, President Joe Biden, and says, you're being played like a sucker by countries all over the Western Hemisphere and beyond. And what is the response of Eric Adams, swagger man with no plan, mayor of the illegal aliens, to this uh, latest crisis, a national security crisis? He continues to say the same thing over and over. We believe the borders should remain open. That's the official position of this city. Hold on a second. Um, uh, wrong way, Lou Rufino. We just heard from the FBI director. We're going to play these cuts upcoming. What did uh, Mayor Adams uh, say again? We believe the borders should remain open. That's the official position of this city. First off, I challenge the mayor again. Where is it written that it is the official position of the city of New York that we support open borders? Where is the law that says we are a sanctuary city? There is no such law. Where is the state law that says we are a sanctuary state? Kathy Crimewave Holcomb, there is no law. Now, they tried to pass a law. Uh, the supermajority in the assembly did, but not in the state senate. So there is no law that says we're a sanctuary city or a sanctuary state. And again, that we officially believe in open borders between the United States and every other country in the world. But then again, this is Eric Adams, swagger man with no plan, not intelligent. He proves that each and every day. And clearly, he prioritizes the illegal aliens. He is the mayor of the illegal aliens. I think this is one thing that he says every Sunday at a black Baptist church that we can all agree with and concur. You are watching an incompetent person turning a competent place in a city to live in. This is what we need to recognize. We do, Eric. City Hall, I know you're listening. You can assure the mayor we do. He's an incompetent running this city right into the ground and now making it... uh, very ripe to allow terrorist cells to operate, not just covertly, but openly, to clear the table and hit us a third time, the third time being the charm. But let's talk about his latest hairbrain scheme. Justin Ellick, I know you're always looking for routes to get out of town. Uh, you've taken more vacations than anybody that I've ever known who works at WABC, either the old WABC or the new WABC. Every other weekend, oh, I'm going to Cancun. Every other weekend, oh, I'm going to the DR. I'm always going somewhere. Justin, pretend to be an illegal alien. Go downtown. The city of New York has set up, we might as well call it an Expedia Center for Illegal Aliens. And the mayor is now saying, i tell you what, uh, we'll pay for you a one-way trip ticket to wherever you want to go, anywhere in the world. If you want to go to Kathmandu, if you want to go to Mongolia, wherever you want to go, we'll pay for you to leave 
because exponentially it is cheaper in the here and now for us to pay for you to get out of town, get out of this country, go to another country than it is for us to pay $400 a night. That's what it costs for each and every illegal alien when you add up all the expenses. $400 a day a night. So now, you know there are con guys and con gals out there who are already figuring this out. All right, I spent a few months in New York City. I made a little money. I had some uh, side hustles. You know, I was dealing weed. I was uh, delivering weed for Grubhub. I was doing all kinds of work. I didn't have to pay for anything. Uh, the sucker taxpayers of the city of New York paid for me to be in the old Milford Plaza. So I had free room and board. I had three squares a day. They gave me a cell phone, an iPhone. They gave me health insurance. They gave me free transit. I didn't have to spend money for anything except for the weed that I smoked every day out on 42nd Street and 8th Avenue up to 47th Street. I mean, it's a plume hanging over the area from all the illegal aliens going puff, puff, pass. And naturally, drinking cerveza openly. Uh, I get motorbikes. I get... uh, uh, mopeds, I don't have to get them registered, I don't have to be licensed, uh, nobody does anything to me, I have side hustles galore, but you know what, I want to go back, I want to visit my family, I want to visit my family in Mexico, or Honduras, or Guatemala, or El Salvador, or Bolivia, or Colombia, or Venezuela, I want, I, I, I want to go back, I want to visit them, so you pay for my ticket to go back, I got some extra loot. That's like my remittance. I don't have to go to Western Union or any other location to send money back to my family. I I can bring it there. I can give it to them. And then I can come back to the border of Mexico and start the process all over again. Because the criminal racket known as Catholic Charities will put me on another bus. And I can come back to New York City. And now I'm bigger, badder, better with more contacts than ever before. All at the sucker taxpayer's expense. And Eric Adams said declaratively yesterday, one out of every four of the illegal aliens here are taking advantage of his offer at the illegal alien Expedia office somewhere down on the Lower East Side. Could I hear one more time, uh, please, about how incompetent Eric Adams calls himself wrong way, Lou Rufino. You are watching an incompetent person turning a competent place in a city to live in. This is what we need to recognize. Oh, by the way, uh, Eric Adams, who says that the city council ties his hands when it comes to law and order and funding the police, he's made now two, count them, two endorsements for the city council. Uh, the cop hated Justin Brannon against Harry Kagan, who I and Sid have endorsed. So his first endorsement was for Justin Brannon in Bay Ridge, who defunded the police. And his second endorsement was for Keith Powers on the Upper East Side, who hates the police. I mean, hates them with a passion against our candidate, Brian Robinson, the Republican running. And again, all you have to do is go on the WABC website, wabcradio.com slash NYC vote. You'll see Sid and my top 12 picks of the pro-cop council candidates versus uh, the anti-cop candidates 
And right out of the box, Eric Adams, who says he's law and order, has induced, has endorsed two cop haters. Those are the only two endorsements he's made. Hey, City Hall, I know you're, you're listening. Could Eric Adams put out his list of who he's endorsing for city council? And we'll put it up on the WABC website side by side. Eric Adams endorses cop haters. Sid and Curtis endorse pro-police supporters. When you drive a vehicle so reliable it's backed by a 10-year, 100,000-mile limited warranty, you stop thinking about what you can't do and start doing what you never thought possible. Visit your local Kia dealer today to see what you're capable of in a vehicle that inspires confidence around every corner. Kia, movement that inspires. Call 800-333-4KIA for details. Always drive safely. Limited inventory available. Warranties include 10-year, 100,000-mile powertrain and 5-year, 60,000-mile basic. Warranties are limited. See retailer for details. Now to the Bernard McGurk Studios of 77 WABC and Curtis Lewa. Curtis doesn't know about you, but he rips and reads. This is the Rip and Read. Little update as we play the FBI theme. F from Zimbalist Jr. playing the FBI director, not FBI director, Rye, Ray, Rue, whatever. <laughs> You're never going to believe this, uh, <laughs> Justin Ellick. I know you're having uh, my candidate on tomorrow. It's about 6.45 in the morning. Kelly Klingman running against Tiffany Caban, the mini-me of AOC who supports shop, shoplifting, right? Remember AOC? Oh, the shoplifting for a loaf of bread. Well, Tiffany, come on. The mini-me of AOC in the city council has now put out a post that says stores are lying about shoplifting. Report shows that retailers are exaggerating reports of theft. So I guess all those things that common average everyday people see taking place right in front of them is uh, imaginary. It's no such thing, right? Uh, I guess all those videos we see are all made up, right? Sort of like this is the same Tiffany Kaman that says that all those stories about babies being killed and children being killed and adults being killed by the pogrom uh, that was uh, performed by Hamas, the ruling government of Gaza, the, the largest terrorist organization there. Where's the proof? Where's the proof? You see what we're dealing with. But anyway, let's get on to the most serious issues of the day. Christopher Ray, who originally was the personal attorney of Shamu El Hefe Chris Christie in Bridgegate, kept Chris Christie's phone in a safe, would not release it so we could find out who was lying. Chris Christie's surrogates or Chris Christie, we know that Shamu was lying. He recommended him uh, to uh, then-President Trump as FBI director. What a lousy choice that was. And here was Christopher Wray yesterday during a hearing warning America that we are in a dangerous time because security has not been prioritized. What has now increased is the greater possibility of one of these foreign terrorist organizations uh, directing an attack uh, in the United States. We haven't seen 
evidence that it's actually happening yet, but what we have seen is, and I listed them off in my opening remarks, one terrorist organization after another calling for attacks. Uh, and so we should we, wake up. It is a time to be concerned. Yeah. Uh, we are in a dangerous period. Now, Justin and Alec, he says it's a time to be concerned. It is a dangerous period. And what is the mayor, Eric Adams, continue to say, even with all these warnings now from the FBI? We believe the borders should remain open. That's the official position of this city. Now, again, I ask anyone to produce the paperwork that says the official position of the city of New York is that we support open borders. I've yet to have anybody come forward. But remember, Eric Adams' complexion is his protection. You would think the media would be hammering him on that. Where's the paperwork? But they don't. Then here was the FBI director yesterday uh, responding to a question about detecting potential terrorists getting through the border or who are living amongst us. So is the FBI able to track all threats and prevent these individuals from conducting an attack on U.S. soil? I couldn't say that we were able to detect all individuals. Um, with the, the people that we know about, as Secretary Rumsfeld uh, used to say, the known known, we're quite good at together with our partners. But it is the unknown unknown uh, that I worry about quite a bit. And you should, because they're coming across the border every day. They have an easy pass from uh, Joe Biden, from Kathy Crime Wave Holcomb, and from Eric Adams. Now, defending us here in New York City is the counterterrorism group of the NYPD. Recently, John Miller was asked to leave. I never liked John Miller, but he was good at his job. Uh, and uh, he was replaced by Rebecca Weiner. I want to tell you, after listening to her interview on the 5 o'clock roundtable discussion and a cross-examination by Governor Pataki, we are in trouble. So our public safety um, partnership with federal agencies absolutely allows us to deal with any kind of security issue related to all people in the city. Federal agencies. Wouldn't that include ICE, the Migra Immigration Naturalization Service, uh, created after the attack of 9-11, when we recognized that people were coming in not only illegally, but legally, uh, with work visas, travel visas, education visas, and overstaying their visas. That's what the hijackers of the planes used to then crash the planes into the World Trade Center and the Pentagon. Yep. They were here legally, but overstayed their visits. That's why we created ICE. But people have to understand that in sanctuary cities and sanctuary states, again, there are no laws that establish that on the books. It's just a proclamation that ICE is not welcome. Gang members are, but not ICE. Remember uh, what Andrew Evil Eyes Cuomo, King Cuomo II, the son of Mario Facha Bruta Cuomo, King Cuomo I said over and over and over. And I think he still says it as he's trying his political comeback. New York State is the state that says we will not cooperate with ICE. They're a bunch of thugs. He politicized ICE. They're a bunch of thugs. We said we will sue them if they violate any criminal laws in the state of New York. Now, that was Cuomo. His adversary... His dad's adversary, 
George Pataki, thank God, he won three times, 12 years. And listen to his observations uh, based on the statements made by the NYPD head of counterterrorism, Rebecca Weiner, by the way, who oversees a department now that at one time had a 1,000 members housed in the Bush terminal that has nowhere near, anywhere near those numbers. Uh, they will not define how few they have because there's been depletion in the police ranks. You know we're really more vulnerable than ever before. Here's former Governor George Pataki. But what about the people who are here? What do we know about them? And, you know, we're not allowed to work with ICE because we're a sanctuary city and state. So what do we know about the 110,000 who have come here? We know nothing. We know absolutely nothing. We don't know their names. We don't know uh, that they have papers. We know they're not vaccinated, no medical checks. We don't know if they were bad hombres in their country of origin or if they committed crimes here. We don't know jack diddly squat about them. And if they are potentially members of terrorist cells, it was Christopher Ray, FBI director on the Hill yesterday, addressing the intelligence gaps that he admitted exist now, existed back in 9-11, and existed back in 93 when we got hit the first time at the World Trade Center site. Director Ray, can you say that we do not have either individual foreign terrorists or terror cells affiliated with foreign groups currently operating in the United States? Well, we're not, we're not tracking that, but uh, again, I come point back to what it is. The gaps in our intelligence are real, um, and it's something that we have concerns about. The gaps are real. When are we going to finally close these gaps? 1993, we're asleep at the wheel. Clinton was president. Dinkins was mayor. Thank God he was in Japan. Ray Kelly was the police commissioner and held it down. When led by their spiritual advisor, Sheikh Omar Habitel, come on. The blind-eyed, Santa Claus hat-wearing imam of hate. They almost took out the two towers. Ramzi Youssef, when he was being flown back after being captured by the FBI, trying to escape in the Philippines when he was uh, planning another attack. They asked him, why, Ramsey? Why the World Trade Center? He said, because it's where we could kill the most Jews all in one, one opportunity. Not Borough Park, not Crown Heights. He was asked about, no, 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 too spread out. We know that the World Trade Center site is the epicenter of capitalism, and we know all the Jews work there. This was his thought in 93. He's in the bowels of Florence, Colorado, the supermax, forever. Then in 1991, again, asleep at the wheel, from Clinton to Bush 43, sitting on piles of recorded conversations between Osama bin Laden and the hijackers, Never interpreted, no sharing of information between the National Security Agency, the FBI, all the agencies with acronyms that we barely know what the letters mean. Nothing. Can I hear that cut again by Christopher Ray? I really need to hear that. That here we are in 2023, and after getting hit twice, he's told the terrorists you can run the table a third time. 
Great. Can you say that we do not have either individual foreign terrorists or terror cells affiliated with foreign groups currently operating in the United States? Well, we're not we're not tracking that. But uh, again, I come point back to what it is. The gaps in our intelligence are real, um, and it's something that we have concerns about. Concerns about the gaps are real. Imagine you're Ahmed in some cave in Yemen or Afghanistan and you have a blood feud going on with the United States because we took out your family of three-eyed cousin fornicators somewhere and you've pledged yourself to jihad. You want to get on the Paradise Express, zoom yourself off to Allah's side and have sex with 72 virgins. Wow. You know, you know that we're ripe and we're vulnerable. So now the counterterrorism group, 1,000 strong at one point under uh, Rudy and at that time Carrick and then uh, eventually with Bloomberg and Kelly for 12 years, I might add, 1,000 strong uh, housed in the Bush terminal are no more. You know how we know that? Because Eric Adams, blabbermouth, told that to our own Sid Rosenberg that everything that was put into place has been dispersed, has been broken up and reassigned. You schmuck, you putz. Instead of having five, six officers standing in front of the Empire State Building or standing at a particular location at Grand Central, we want to better deploy our officers. And we've had a massive shift in the deployment of officers. A massive shift in the deployment of officers. So, baby, basically telling Ahmed in that cave in Yemen and Afghanistan, because we know they listen too. Everybody listens to Sid Rosenberg in the morning that we don't have the counterterrorism NYPD unit like we used to have. We've reassigned them into other departments of the NYPD. What an idiot. What an idiot this mayor is. Well, let's flip the script and go out to Huntington, where on Friday night, O'Reilly and Sid put on a great two-man show at the Paramount. But Sid informed us of a patriotic diner, not Jewish, Greek, who is uh, getting blowback because he supports the state of Israel. After the atrocities of October the 7th, Pete knew he needed to stand with Israel and to support bringing the hostages home. What he didn't know was, A, he'd lose 40% of his customers, two-tenths of his employees would walk out, DoorDash dropped him because the drivers would not pick up from his diner because of the Israeli flags and pictures of the hostages, and the town is pressuring him to tone it down. Let me say this, Huntington, F you. I concur, and I did concur with Sid. We both double-teamed it on the most powerful radio station in the nation by day, the most powerful radio station, WABC, at night globally. And this was uh, the Greek diner owner, Pete, Kavila's response to Sid this morning on his show. Because of you <laughs> and the Jewish support that we got here on Long Island, yeah. I'm going to cry, bro. I'm going to cry. It's too early in the morning. But, I mean, people have shown out in droves. We can't even – we're a little coffee shop, family run. We're like seven to ten people in there. Yeah. And all of a sudden, 
400, 500 people are waiting outside. I love it. And we're like, Jesus Christ, we haven't haven't slept in four days. The Golden Globe Diner, continue to patronize it. You may not be able to do many things in this battle of good versus evil. The preservation of the Western civilization that's once again being threatened by all of our enemies through Israel and the United States. But support that Greek diner owner because he took a stand and the town of Huntington told him to tone it down. F you, town of Huntington. This is the Rippin' Read featuring Curtis Lewa. Now to the Bernard McGurk Studios of 77 WABC and Curtis Lewa. But now I'm gone to Rikers Island. He never won't go to Rikers Island. He used to walk and screw up in face. How many times I had to listen, uh, sit in the morning to Lou Molina. Oh, he was the golden child. He could do no wrong. He became the correctional commissioner for Eric Adams, swagger man with no planet. We were told, oh, he's going to be so good. He has a degree from Harvard Business School, Marist College, Columbia University. He's going to be so good. I said, what the hell does that have to do with running a prison? And I'm a guy who's been locked up on Rikers Island. None of these other candidates have any idea. Oh, they go on a walking tour and they get, uh, they get a defecation education. Some inmate throws defecation on them and they go, oh, I'm going to die. Get me out of here. Oh, God. So, uh, enough of the music here. It's sort of like, uh, Lou Molina. I predicted on the Sid Rosenberg show when he was appointed, I said he won't even last a year. He sucks. He's worse than that. Uh, he went on a, a tour of England and France with his staff for two weeks at taxpayers' expense to learn better techniques of running corrections, an excuse for a taxpayer-funded vacation. So it's the Peter Principle. He leaves as the disgraced commissioner of corrections on the cusp of being being taken over by the federal government because basically the gangs run Rikers Island, the Trinitarios from uh, the Dominican Republic. You have uh, MS-13. You have Bloods and Crips. You have uh, Nietas. You have Latin Kings. They run the different tiers, not the correctional department. So Louis Molina is out. They don't even have a commissioner of corrections. Again, Louis, uh, excuse me, uh, Justin, uh, I volunteer. I know how to, I didn't know how to run the rock. Okay. I've been on the rock. C74, C76. Been there, been locked up, right? Punk city, protective custody. I've been in the bing. I've been in a cell. You know what? Uh, another mutt, another skell. I've been in the dormitory. 40, 40 guys in that room. Uh, ready to beat the living daylights out of me. I know. I know about Rikers Island. I broadcast from there. I, I gave lectures in the high school there. I'll do the job. Plus, be here at WABC. Do have a hell of a lot better job than Lou Molina did. But instead of being fired and told, hit the road, Jack, don't come back, another fake, phony, fraudulent position was created for him by Eric Adams, swagger man with no plan. So we have a deputy mayor of public safety, which we haven't had since um, David Dinkins had Judge Mullen in that. How did that work out? He created that. 
This is a no-show job. It's a feather-bedded job. Now we have Phil Banks in there, unindicted, co-conspirator who should have went to jail for police corruption, except he got elevated to be a deputy commissioner of public safety. I don't know what the hell that is. And now we have the deputy, deputy, deputy mayor of public safety, a no-show job for Louis Molina. And we have no correctional commissioner. Again, I'll be more than happy to run the rock. Keep Rikers Island open. Make Curtis Lee with commissioner. And let me tell you something. Oh, yeah. <laughs> As I walk the tears, it will not be in the hands of the gangs any longer. We'll take it back for the correctional officers who have been abused, misused, and have been the forgotten men and women of uniform services. This is Greg Kelly for Priority Gold. What does it mean to be America's precious metals dealer? It means that you're in touch with the hearts and minds of those who love this country, value our freedom, and want to protect the future. Priority Gold is that precious metals dealer. They've helped thousands of Americans back their retirement with solid gold and silver. Call Priority Gold at 888-506-6439. Receive free shipping, free storage, a free investment guide, and one of the best purchase experiences in the industry. Call now or go to PriorityGold.com. 